welcome back to Proper Talk, your advice-filled comfort blanket for emerging creatives across the UK. Hope you're well and thanks for coming back for another episode. So this week I wanted to touch upon the the kind of the next next steps in in your career in in going from A to B or B to C or C to D or whatever however that looks and feels for you. As I'm aware, it isn't just those that are about to emerge into the industry from university or emerge into university that listen to the podcast. And I really want to celebrate the element of of your own creative path and how that that is for you. And if that is switching up a, a role where you're not currently 100% in or you are 100% comfortable, happy, but wanting that next step, wanting that that little bit of a push, that challenge, because it happens to all of us. It, 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 can, it can pick itself up in different sort of ways, in different sort of methods. You may... You may be really comfortable in your in your job, really happy one moment, and then think, "Oh, I, I'm seeking something extra. I'm seeking that next step. I'm seeking a, a promotion for myself. I'm seeking being able to push yourself creatively and learn and bounce off other people to create to keep your creative career fresh and and new. and And it's always good to to bounce off new people and things like that. So you may you may be sat there wondering, like, I want to kind of do it, but I never know when the right time is to do it. Or you may be sat there thinking, this isn't really something I've considered before, but I'm going to give this episode a listen and see if maybe something is maybe missing or maybe I am seeking out something that, that I'm not quite sure what or... Or I'm not feeling myself progress in the way that I, I, I thought I would. Now I want to kind of perfect, preface this, if that's the word, I'm not 100% sure. But I want to kind of just start off by saying like, it is entirely up to you. So what I say and like all the episodes, if I touch upon a topic that has an av- a, a huge avenue of opinions and thoughts and feelings upon it, what I say isn't golden. You you don't need to follow this, but I just thought and I just saw like people who were listening and interacting with the content that were posting out across Proper Talk that that maybe this may may help you, may advise you, may may lead you onto some reflection of yourself and your career and when you may be thinking, right. Let's let's reflect a little bit. Let's see where I've come. Let's see where I can go. And this point and this part of the episode is to to kind of help you maybe reflect upon that and whether it is to like your first job or your second job or your third job or jumping from a job to freelance or freelance to a job. And I know freelance is a job. Very, 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 very aware of that, being a freelancer myself. But I mean more like the contracted work, you're working for someone else full time as opposed to for yourself. You get my gist. So you may be in that that moment or it may not be right now and you may be listening to this and it's not the second quarter of the year. It may be later on, it may be next year, you may be listening and just discovering this. If you are, hey, thanks for tuning in. But yeah, I 
kind of just wanted to touch upon kind of when is the right time? Is there the right time? And kind of that transition and when when to kind of seek that and know that this is what I'm kind of looking for and this is why and kind of be that comfort in thinking, right, my thoughts, what I'm feeling right now, that's completely valid, completely fine. Let's roll with it. Let's go with it. Let's see if maybe a new job, maybe progressing my career, maybe progressing creatively is for me. And again, like I say, if you listen to this and you know that you're happy, you're secure, you're progressing, you're learning in your current job and you don't really want to move on, do still stick around and you may you may pick up some some pointers or some thoughts that you may have not really considered before. So I kind of reached out across social media for this one as well, kind of building up a couple mini case studies, if you will, mini thoughts from other people surrounding this topic because I've got a couple of little personal like anecdotes to go along with this but I feel like because it is so personal to somebody and and it differs from person to person it's important to kind of listen to those that not only are engaging in proper talk but also those that that have gone through it themselves or there's different reasons behind it and you may relate to one of the reasons or you may think, oh, maybe this is what I'm feeling if you're feeling a little bit of a slump in your career and we're here to help you pick yourself back up, find your love, find your your enjoyment in what you're doing and really embracing that creativity is fucking awesome and you can do absolutely anything with it. So for me personally, let's... Let's delve into the little brain of Yaz. I am a character that is can be quite sporadic in the way that I I learn. I don't mean that in like a day-to-day quite sporadic as I really like a routine at the same time. Sounds a bit weird, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. In the sense of me being sporadic in the way I learn... I'm a very visual visual learner. It has to be in front of me and I have to to watch it and to be able to take it in in a visual way. So being a freelancer and being able to work with a variety of clients, working on self-initiated projects like Proper Talk allows my creative kind of juices creative flow to hop from one thing to the next and I don't mean that in like I will abandon a client project to pick up proper talk that's where the routine thing comes in so I'm a huge lover of to-do list it has to be in the out out of my little brain in writing at the moment it's digital but I have been known to switch up and go kind of writing it down pen to paper back to digital etc etc I can do a whole episode on kind of the whole kind of making a routine for yourself and how to organise various projects at once or kind of managing your time if if that's something of interest. Yeah, I am very sporadic and that's where I kind of struggle the word. Yeah, let's go with it. Struggled in when I was in like a couple of contracted roles because as much as the work I was doing was completely like on my level there was no struggle in that sense it was more so because I liked to 
kind of put all my eggs in one basket, if you will, and pick them out and lucky dip kind of thing, jump from one thing to the next quite quickly because that helped my brain to focus on what I was doing in the moment, which again, some of you, if you're very like one thing at a time, focus on one thing, then move on to the next. And that then that differentiates for whatever project you're working on, the type of person you are. It's different for everyone. It's different. Yeah, it, it's just different for everyone. But being able to jump from one thing to the next for me helps me focus because, like I say, I'm aware that I need to do this thing and then I'm able to move on to this thing. So keeping that motivation up and keeping that inspiration up and keeping that focus helps massively knowing I'm moving on to the next. That's how my brain works. Welcome to the brain of Yaz, like I say. Nice to have you here. (laughs) Trust me, it gets very busy up there, but I like it. It It keeps me busy. It keeps me focused. It keeps me motivated. And that's just the way I am. Some people may relate in that sense. Some people may think that sounds insane. You're weird. Get some help. (laughs) Choking. But yeah, everyone's different in the sense of you either go linear, you either focus on one thing or you jump from one thing to the next. And kind of for me, that was a huge part in jumping from contracted work to self-employment to be my own boss because I knew that I would have that motivation there to go seek new clients, to go seek work out, to, to never allow myself to be not busy as, as as hard as that is to predict and I kind of mentioned that in the freelance episode that you can never predict when you're busy when you've got work coming in when when it is going to be a quieter period you just can't that that isn't up to you that is that's kind of sometimes one of the downfalls to being freelance but myself knowing I want to jump from thing to thing in a healthy balanced way I know when to switch off and I know when to say no I mean, I'm getting the when to say no, but I know definitely how to switch off in the evenings and the weekends. But it helps where I am currently in my life, almost 25, to kind of navigate that world. So yeah, I always knew I wanted to jump from contracted work to freelance work in that sense. And as well as that, like I've mentioned before as well in previous episodes, being flexible with my time, being so I'm able to see friends do things, go go work out, have my mind sessions with my coach, kind of be flexible in going home, miss if I'm working in town, missing kind of the rush hour train crowds, being able to work from home, being able to go on a walk at lunch, being able to just take some time away from my computer, be able to work on self-initiated projects. I, I knew I always wanted to seek that flexibility in whatever I was doing and I found that really difficult obviously when being in contract work because your time is somebody else's time that makes sense like you aren't working you are working under somebody else's time as they are paying you obviously as a freelancer you have to respect the clients and the deadlines etc completely 100% do that but I'm more mean in the sense of creating that that kind of bubble of of, yeah, of flexibility for myself. It works better, helps my brain, and that's just that. So at the time of knowing I wanted to move on from my other roles that I had previously, I knew that the, the time and what I learned 
in a professional manner was so, so crucial. That's why I've always said, and again, mentioned in previous episodes, that I would 1000% recommend you at least doing a year, a year and a half work worth of full-time contracted role because you don't only kind of learn as a creative you learn those transferable skills that you can develop not only in life but in whatever you move on to do next so with with all this in mind and if you are thinking maybe I can hop freelance maybe I can hop into full-time etc etc just just know and consider that the when when you're thinking about moving on, have you had that enough time? Have you have you reflected upon? Have you learnt enough in the sense of professionalism, being in meetings, answering emails, connecting with clients, meeting deadlines, all of these little things that kind of you take for granted but you learn a lot of, you know, how to deal with certain things. You only kind of get to grips with that and get stuck in with that when you are kind of faced by it in contracted work, in full-time work, in studio agency work, because you kind of just have to deal with it and then you've got someone to lean back on, ask questions to. That's always super crucial too. And that's exactly what I did. I, um, I For like just over a year, I kind of landed a couple of roles and learned so much from it. But each time I always knew when the right time was for me to move on. I kind of took kind of six months-ish and then looked back and reflected and literally put it in front of me. Like I say, I'm a very visual learner. My brain can jump from one thing to the next quite quickly in an efficient way. But I kind of took that time to reflect and I think reflection in through all this is so so crucial that you you're able to take that time for yourself to think right where am I in my career where do I want to be is where I am now ticking that box so you it's obviously that is up to you that is wherever both of the jobs I was in never really fully ticked that box of where I wanted to be in in the terms of flexibility working on a variety of projects, being able to develop myself professionally and creatively. As at those six month points, I looked at, looked back at it, put it into my portfolio in a visual way and thought, is this for me? Now, looking back from the past, at this point of recording, 11 or so months of freelance, I have probably trebled my portfolio and that's exactly where I wanted to be. Now, in the time of me mentioning I want to a couple of people that I wanted to move on from jobs and go freelance, obviously it's like, are you sure? It's not the most viable way of, of creating an income. We are kind of po- just post-pandemic kind of vibes. Are you positive? And I always knew deep down, no matter what, and I know everyone's there, with the best intention at heart but I knew it was down to me I was the one that was going to do the work I knew where I was mentally where I was emotionally where I was in my career and I knew that that point in time was the time to be like right I'm doing it I'm going full-time freelance I'm moving on this is my right time and I may get another year down the line and they may switch up again I don't know it's not looking that way in the mental kind of ways or... But I never know what's going to come up upon the horizon. I don't know. 
my life situation may change touch what it doesn't because right now I'm feeling pretty balanced feeling pretty good but it may so that was kind of my experience in when I knew it was the right time to move on it was that progression so like I said before I kind of kind of reached out to some people on social media and there was there was a couple of like points that were repeated a little bit which I'll touch upon and there was one that really stood out to me quite quite in in depth in detail which I want to chat about now all comments made will be kept anonymous as number one I forgot to kind of ask them they know the the they know they're going to get involved in proper talk in that way but I I don't want to mention names just in case for whatever reason they don't want to be mentioned so they will be kept anonymous I have kind of planned it out as points but yeah, just know that these kind of points I'm going to touch upon and just my thoughts, but I will add my little nuggets in every now and then. And I hope it kind of resonates with you and helps you see that this is kind of the right time to, to transition and to jump from from one job to the next. So one thing that came up a couple of times is the power of mentorship which i will 1000% agree and back any any day of the week any hour of the day any minute of the hour like i am one huge huge support and love for those that kind of step in as mentors to people in life it isn't what a person or a people group of people to kind of fall back on all the time, but it's really, really reassuring to have those types of people around. If you are thinking of topics like this, time to move on, or if something does kind of go wrong or, or kind of not as you planned or unexpected things jump into life, because it happens, life isn't linear you can't predict everything i mean if you could i imagine that psychics would be a very very popular and well well off source of people (laughs) but you can't predict what's going to happen things bumps in the road and i really do admire people that step in and do become mentors i myself definitely have a mentor and and it's good to bounce ideas off them and and thoughts of like that. I'm considering this. So, for example, like when I was considering leaving my last full time role, I, I kind of got in contact with the per- person that kind of is there for me and a mentor kind of figure, and was like, right, this is what's happening. I'm feeling like this. What the fuck should I do? Help. And he was there to be like that kind of middle ground person. So he was like, right, so this is my, this has happened because maybe of this, 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 kind of giving that wider picture, which obviously you take into consideration, you see it, and, but you do have to constantly kind of weigh up what is happening, how you're feeling, and the wider picture, which sometimes can be a bit, ooh, what the hell's going on? But having that person there to fall back on to chat to is so, so helpful because I don't think I could have got through the end of kind of my previous role and knowing that I was okay to go into the route of freelancing in the uh, for the time being 
time being has now lasted 11 months going on to a year I would never have that have had that boost to just be like okay this is all right yeah we can we can manage this we can navigate this however this is looking and feeling and and this person this this mentor figure has kind of been the kind of just postgrad because I never knew I was going to step into the first year of postgrad in a pandemic they helped massively in terms of right let's look for jobs is there any jobs out there kind of helping me with like my portfolio building that up just out of university and and they've just really been there and I genuinely like hats off like will will thank them for the rest of my life and and yeah without them I genuinely don't know where my career would go obviously you, you kind of as a human you kind of have to take that leap sometimes and make that decision for yourself and I've always done that but with that guidance and that reassurance from someone that's kind of been there done that themselves so crucial so if you listen to this you are about to jump into the industry or you are in the industry and you haven't got a mentor figure whatever however that looks for you I do highly recommend it just someone to fall back on to, to ask a couple questions if you've got them because you don't know all the answers yet. I don't still don't know all the answers yet. They probably don't know all the answers either. It's just a whole big community of amazing people that is the industry, design industry that kind of can bounce ideas off of and you can ask questions and yeah. Huge, 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 huge fan of mentors and the power of mentorship. So the person, this person that's mentioned this states that like that in the previous role, there was kind of a lack of progression. And that's kind of what I've touched upon already. But it's nice to hear other people kind of talk about it at the same time. So, you know, it's not just you. So, yeah, there was they felt a lack of progression and learning opportunities. And once they would realised this, they started to look around for different roles uh, and t- and get in contact with people and question things, old tutors, etc, etc, just to be like, am I feeling right, the things that I'm meant to be feeling right now? Like, if I'm not feeling this progression, should I say something or should I sit back and just carry on and move on or should I move on? And this is what they chose to do. And now having that team around them and a boss that shows that dedication to the progression has been completely vital for them. So it's really helped this this person that's mentioned this in the sense that knowing that moving on to another job role is was exactly what they were seeking to progress in their career and to feel that fulfillment and to feel that that dedication from someone else is just so crucial because you feel like you're worthy of what you're doing in that moment so you're progressing you're pushing you're learning and you've got that support network and without that support network it's really really hard sometimes to keep on top of things so I hugely vouch for if you're lacking that progression if you're feeling that right I've I've kind of looking back at my portfolio and I've just been doing the same shit for the last six to eight months should I be feeling like this I definitely would wait that kind of that six months six to eight months kind of period because you just you never know in the when you first start in a role like 
the company, they may not have them clients coming in. You you need to kind of grasp kind of that where you stand in the in the in the organization, in the company, in the business, in the agency. So definitely have that leeway of kind of six months and kind of give yourself like that probation period. Then reflect back on yourself, chat to your boss, things like that. If after that you're still not feeling that urge, that push, that that progression, the learning opportunities, maybe it's time to hand that notice in, seek out a new job and go from there. So another point that somebody, and I absolutely love this concept, this idea, it's just, it resonates with me so, so much. And it's all about your mindset. Like I said before, it's all of this and the, the choice of moving on to another role and when it is the right time, it's all down to you. And like this person has mentioned, your mindset. So they they state they say that a lot of designers that they've chatted to, worked with in various roles, limit themselves kind of into a box. And, and especially after university, you kind of have that mentality of right. This is what I've done in universities. So that meant that must mean I'm this sort of a designer. So, for example, label yourself as a brand designer. Now, with that, comes with so many different avenues. But because you've labelled yourself as a brand designer, it kind of puts you into that box and it's very difficult to get out of it because you're in that mindset. That that's all you can do. You can't do anything else. So when it's coming to seeking out roles, that's all you can apply for. And you're really limiting yourself with that. So... Like this person is saying, and like I and I definitely agree with that. This don't limit yourself. Don't just expect to land that one type of job. Allow yourself that flexibility and embrace those every creative avenue that kind of comes your way. Go into it open-minded, and this is both for those that are from university into your first job, etc., etc. Go into it open-minded. Don't say I am this sort of designer. Say I'm a graphic designer, so you can touch upon and you can learn different things, and you can feel that progression more and more and more. You're willing to learn, as it's an amazing asset to have, knowing that you can jump on jobs and pick up things, outworking, animation, etc., and be confident in that. It allows you to. Yeah, like yeah, like I say, you you learn lots of kind of transferable skills as a result. So this this mindset they've they've labelled it as a tinkering mindset, which I love. I'm definitely taking that forward from this, and that's definitely a mindset I have. I was kind of trying to put it into words before, but that's definitely the tinkering mindset. Like you touch upon different things. So for example, for me, podcasting last couple of years, I kind of blog proper talk, so I had that copyright in blogging kind of avenue I'm a designer I'm a freelance designer which I'll touch upon kind of brand to animation to artworking presentation designs everything kind of in between that social assets is a huge avenue for me and that's what I learned from previous roles that I've been able to take on and develop into freelance I feel like I'm in a job interview right now and I'm kind of trying to sell myself but all of these I've kind of learned during the three and a half to four years I've been in the industry and that's because I've been able and open-minded and had that tinkering mindset it means you could do anything and and when once people learn this this person says and you take stuff apart and then put it back together again you, you learn and it really changes the way that you can see your career and progress and 
and learn and and yeah and and just take one thing to the next to the next to the next and be able to really analyze and reflect upon you as a creator so not only a tinkering mindset i love i also love the fact that they they label themselves a creative grasshopper which again i'm very tempted to take on because i love that Uh, they also say that they do believe that a lot of people should take this on as well this this the creative grasshopper title as what they are yeah i just i absolutely love that it goes in with a tinkering mindset you hop from one thing to the other to be able to diversify your creative assets you're able to then jump into roles it helps massively if you choose to go freelance but also if you choose to go into full-time contracted work you're able to sell yourself with that mindset that I'm willing to learn and I've also got this 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 skill set under my belt which I'm looking to develop and and you've got that focus there that you've got that focus there that that's the goals you want out of that job and then reflecting upon six eight months later has it happened is it in the process of happening have you able to be develop your photography skills your brand skills your animation skills all things like this and it all really helps think right this is the right time to stick with what I'm doing at the moment but also this is the right time to maybe move on maybe see and seek what else is out there to kind of summarize that so being able to pick up the skills and hop from one thing to the next is an ace skill to have and super transferable with whatever you do and and if you do get to that point of right so I've developed this photography skill for example in this last role I've had because I picked up a little bit through university or just post university and I'm kind of really enjoying that role and how that makes me feel as a creative and how motivating it is as a creative to to photograph things and to to see things in a different light in that sense maybe at that reflective point whatever however that looks and feels for you you can be like right I'm going to seek out some more photography based roles and then you widen your portfolio which is great for more opportunities in the future and you're able to jump on a different role work with different teams and really expand your network in that sense too expanding your network doesn't just end the minute you leave university it's a constant flow through your creative career and it, it kind of happens every time you kind of work with different people or go to different events etc like I mentioned before really and as a reminder it definitely all comes down to you and your progression how you feel you may feel from this episode right maybe I'm not pushing myself to the extent but it's it's healthy to be able to talk to those around you and and have meetings with people if you are in full-time work and be like right this is kind of my goals is there any way we could switch up projects is there any projects that could come in to kind of help me because at the end of the day it is you you are the creative you are also surrounded maybe by other creatives so you want as much as as them to really feel and feel inspired and feel motivated to do what you're doing it isn't a bad thing by the way as kind of a finishing point to want to move on if you're if if it's a really nice place to work, you get along with your boss, you get along with your co-workers, you get along with the vibe of the studio, you love the work that comes in, but there's just something not there for you in that moment and you're seeking to progress and seeking to kind of work on different projects. It isn't a bad thing and they're not going to 
absolutely despise your guts for wanting to move on elsewhere. I promise you. It's all positive and it's really nice to keep in contact with the people that you used to work with because then you can kind of see like, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing right like now. And it, it's just really nice to have that nice environment of a creative network around you and utilise the skills that you have learned because it, despite you may thinking that I've not progressed enough, you definitely have learned skills. Like I mentioned before, a huge part of my work now is very digital kind of design. Alongside that is social media work. And without kind of a previous role I had, I would never have noticed that in myself and never have been able to progress that and never have been able to pick up a client or two because of the work I used to do. So use the skills that you've learned in the moment to boost your portfolio because there's definitely is things there you, and it's just maybe not perfect right now. But then you're able to go on a job search and it's a perfect point of reflection for you as a creative emerging however that feels for you into the industry so I hope little rambles about kind of moving on the right time when does it feel right etc has has helped you if it's been somewhat of maybe a reflective point for you in your career or maybe a consideration of where you could go what you could do and I hope this episode has helped and maybe you've 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 related to something I've mentioned please do let us know over on proper talk and instagram we'd we'd love to I always love to chat and see what your thoughts and things like that about the episodes and if anything has resonated with you a big thank you for listening to this week's episode like I say if you've got any kind of pointers any thoughts comments etc please do give us a shout over on at proper talk on instagram and don't forget to give the little podcast a follow that would be lovely i hope you have a fantastic week or whenever you listen to this i hope you are having a fantastic week and i hope to have your ears with me next week on another episode thanks for listening see you next week bye